If you're looking for Pokemon-style Etsy items, Pokemon Pop figures, and so much more, check out the PokeDepartmentStore.com. That's P-O-K-E-D-E-P-S-T-O-R-E.com for all your Pokemon needs. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, People that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey everyone, it's Pokemon Cave here. It's time for another episode of WTF Moments in Pokemon. Uh, today we're going to be looking at episode 12 of season 1. This is where we get to meet the Squirtle Squad for the first time. Uh, this episode, uh, there was a few odd moments, um, not as many as some episodes, um, but there was some kind of um, head scratchers, I guess. Uh, the first thing I wanted to, to mention was I noticed in the very beginning, right after the the recap and whatnot, uh, Ash is singing slash humming the theme type music. Uh, and the narrator mentions this, um, which is kind of interesting. We never heard that theme song or kind of theme intro uh, in the actual series thus far. Um, as far as I can tell, it's <clears throat> not playing in a, a Pokemon or a Pokemon Center, uh, anything like that. So how does Ash know that theme tune? Um, seems kind of like a... Um, like a fourth wall type of thing. Um, or, you know, they're, they, they realize that they're in a fictional world. Maybe, uh, it's kind of hard to tell. Uh, I just found it kind of strange that Ash is actually humming this theme 
that you're listening to like at that very same time with the narrator. Um, when Ash, Misty, Brock, and Pikachu run into the Squirtle Squad for the first time, they, they fall through that hole. Uh, they get out. Uh, Pikachu shocks the, the first Squirtle and they get up and run away when they hear Officer Jenny. Um, first thing, though, how did Officer Jenny just kind of show up out of the blue? Um, you know, it seems kind of coincidental that she just magically appeared and asked, oh, hey, is everyone okay? Like, was she watching the road from, like, a distance and noticed, hey, here's a group of kids coming into town? And then all of a sudden, poof, they fall through the the, the road. Uh, and she goes for uh, for help. Um, Ash mentions to Jenny, or mentions her name, and says, hey, yeah, yeah, we ran into you in the last city. And that's when she realized, or when she explains to them that, no, no, uh, you probably ran into a relative of mine. We're all named Officer Jenny, blah, blah, blah. And uh, Ash replies with, well, talk about family resemblance. Uh, <laughs> the look that Brock and Missy share um, as Missy um, uh, states, uh, but of course, or she states that at least they won't get their names mixed up or at least they won't forget their names. Um, the, the look kind of resembles the more of so uh, uh, talk about family inbreeding, <laughs> you know. Um, it's kind of strange how Officer Jenny and Nurse Joy all look identical. Um, I mean, yeah, there are such things as identical twins, but holy crap, having that many in procession and like, you know, cousins and yeah, actually, I think they're all cousins. I don't even think they're, they're sisters at one point. I think they, I think both Jenny and Joy mention that it's their cousins or something like that that look familiar or look the same so it's not even like a a close family member it's like a next family member over uh, which is kind of weird um the next part team rocket is spying on ash and brock and then hold on they get to run into squirtle squad uh conveniently uh to go to kind of intimidate the squirrel squad and that end up falling in the hole. Uh, what I don't understand is that hole was pretty much dead center of that road uh, leading to where they were perched, right? So how the heck did they miss that hole getting to that perch spot to spy on Ash and them? Unless they went around it, obviously. But how would they know? Like, when you walk on a trail, you don't instinctively walk on the edge of the trail on either the left or right side, right? You you walk typically, I mean, if it's a double-sided trail, you would normally walk on the left side or the right side, depending on which way you're going, kind of like if you're driving. But typically, if you're by yourself and you're going to a dead-end part of a trail... Nine times out of ten, you're going to walk down the center, right? Um, so it's just kind of odd that they they somehow missed this hole. And then, of course, you know, 
why was the hole there in the first place? Or did the Squirrel Squad put that hole there while Team Rocket was already there? And if so, how the heck did Team Rocket not notice digging behind them, right? I mean, I don't know about you, but uh, digging makes noise, as far as I know. <laughs> you know, if you know how to dig a hole without making noise, kudos to you. But uh, I don't think there, I don't think most people can make a hole without making some kind of noise, uh, especially if you hit a, if you hit a rock, right? <clears throat> um. <laughs> It's just, it kind of seemed funny, and then, you know, of course, Meowth uses that opportunity to kind of fake being Jesse and James's um, master, in a sense, kind of having the roles switched, you know, typically it's the trainer who commands the Pokemon, not obviously the other way around. Um, when Squirrel Squad captures Ash and all of them, um... At this point, Pikachu is hurt from a Godin horn attack or poison sting, I guess. Because um, it, it obviously it looks poisoned, right? Um, Ash, <clears throat> after ugh, Ash, after pulling a stupid, oh, you know, let me cry like a little baby, mind you. Yeah, he's ten, so you know, he is kind of a freaking baby. But, you know, after pulling his little poor me cry, cry, cry crap, which uh, seems like every freaking opportunity that kid's crying. Like, grow a set of balls, dude. Seriously. You're a 10 year old. I get that. But you decided to go out on this adventure. You decided to have Pokemon. You decided to battle said Pokemon. You decided to tr to battle against people who are much older than you and much tougher than you. If you're going to sit there and bawl your eyes out like a little baby, go back home to your mummy, get back in your bed, and sit there until you're a grown-ass man, and then go out and try and be the quote-unquote Pokemon master. Don't be using your snivelly little poor me BS to try and get your way, because eventually people are just going to look at you and say, bitch please. Right? Like, come on. Now, mind you, they, they don't really ever say that. Or act that way in the Pokemon series. Uh, but you never know. Um, so basically, Ash is running to, uh, to go back to the to a town, or at least a town, um, to get a Super Potion, I believe it was, um, to get to, to heal Pikachu. Which... A super potion wouldn't heal Pikachu. So, if Pikachu was actually poisoned, you would think you would need a uh, poison heal, right? Uh, not a not a super potion. Um, but anyways, so Ash, he's running. He finds this sketchy-ass bridge. Um, I personally... I wouldn't have gone through that bridge. <laughs> that thing was freaking missing planks. It looked like it was on his last leg, which we later find out it, it was on his last leg. Um, you know, I, I would have went around, but, I mean, theoretically, yeah, Pikachu really needs help. Um, you don't know how much time he has, you know, quote-unquote kind of crap. Uh, 
so I get why he just took the chance and said, screw it, I'm going to take on this bridge and whatever happens, happens, right? Uh, so he gets, he gets to the bridge, breaks through, you know, planks here and there, finally falls through the stupid bridge, gets jabbed in the butt by a freaking stupid Godin, uh, and that's the end of his little adventure for the, the bridge and water area. Uh, the next time we see him, he's limping into town using a, a twig or a, a branch as a crutch kind of thing. Um, and then gets smoked in the face by a, a door as Gary comes walking out of the market. Now, what I don't understand is... Would it not have been quicker to backtrack to you know the city where Officer Jenny was? Um, or the, the little town where Officer Jenny was originally, um, instead of presumably going forward, right, um, or sideways or whatever, you know, kind of how the, the map runs, uh, and finding this kind of out-of-the-way kind of Wild West town, right? Uh, he So, kind of odd, you know, I, I personally would have went backwards, right? Uh, you you know how you got to the tunnel, right? So, or to the cave. So just retrace your steps. Go back, get Officer Jenny if you know if she's there. Um, get help and blah blah blah, right? Uh, after he gets knocked out by Gary slamming the door in his face, uh, Team Rocket uses that opportunity uh, to steal from the store to kind of quote-unquote stop the Squirtle Squad. Um, whether they really actually wanted to stop the Squirtle Squad or not, who really knows. Um, I think they wanted the the powder and all that stuff to stop Ash and Brock and Misty, not necessarily the Squirtle Squad. Um, but basically, once Ash wakes up and Team Rocket leave... He barges into the little market there, asks for the super potion, and instead gets a face full of guns. Um, like, holy crap, pulling, you know, I think there was like five people in there that had guns. You're pulling freaking guns on a 10-year-old. That's that's a little sketchy. Uh, that is so many laws broken, <laughs> you know. Um, but then, you know, magically again, freaking Officer Jenny bust through the door and stop stop he's not part of team rocket okay so did she let team rocket get away or she saw team, i guess she saw team rocket get away in the in the hot air balloon right um but again she somehow already knows what the heck is happening right which is kind of odd like how does this officer jenny just instinctively know what the heck is going on just doesn't really make sense um he takes or jenny takes ash uh on his on her bike to go get pikachu and all them gets up to the bridge and then says oh well i guess we can't go this way well seriously even if that bridge wasn't out okay let's say the let's say the bridge had been left alone Say Ash went a different route. You seriously think 
that you were going to drive a freaking motorcycle and two people, well, basically an adult and a kid, across that piece of crap bridge. Hey, you got to be kidding me. Ash couldn't even make it across, and he's just a, a kid. You know, Jenny, on foot, would have fallen through, most likely. Well, of course, the bridge broke, right? So what the heck do you think is going to happen as soon as you put a freaking motorcycle on it? Just just the motorcycle alone, okay? Not even Jenny, not even Ash, just the motorcycle alone? That thing ain't going to hold more than a couple of seconds, and you're going through. Uh, when they get to the tunnel, or to the cave, uh, Ash sends out Charmander, and says, Charmander, lead the way. Yeah, yeah, okay, because Charmander knows exactly where the hell he's going, right? Charmander's been here before, he, you know, he it's his old stomping grounds, right? The freaking guy knows exactly where the hell he's going. Don't worry, Charmander's got this, right? Come on, seriously? You're, you're freaking telling a Pokemon, hey... Lead the way. My thought would be, yeah, okay, bitch. Uh, you mind pointing me in the right direction? Or what do you want me to do? Freaking sniff them out? <laughs> like, what the hell does that mean? Um, after that point, it's, you know, your, your typical BS with Team Rocket being, you know, blasted away and all this other garbage. Uh, it's... You know, very cookie cutter on how Team Rocket gets shot away. Happens pretty much every episode. Um, but then Squirtle Squad becomes the town's firefighters at the very end. Um, which is interesting. So, if the Squirtle Squad became the town's firefighters, what... What did the town do before? Did they just... Did they never have a fire? I mean, I don't know how old this town is, but if they've never required firefighters, then that's that's pretty freaking good. Uh, kudos to you guys. Um, or was it essentially like kind of a volunteer basis? You know, you had a couple members of the of the community designated as kind of volunteer firefighters in the case that they need a firefighter. Um, and then, of course, Squirrel Squad would become the, I guess, quote-unquote, full-time firefighters, right? Uh, so that was, that was kind of a head-scratcher. Trying to figure out exactly what the heck these guys did before electing the Squirrel Squad to be the fire department, essentially. Um... It's just, they don't really go into much detail, but, you know, obviously, without commercials, you're looking at, like, a 20-minute episode, right? So, you can't really divulge deep into these little things here and there, because by the end of the day, you're looking at, like, a one-hour episode, right? So, you know, they need to keep it within that half-hour time slot on TV. Uh, so, it, you know, it does make sense, but when when you look back at it, you, you sit there and go, well... That don't make sense, <laughs> you know, and then, you know, that gives people like myself the opportunity to do this, you know, sit down, rewatch the, the seasons from the very beginning, relive my childhood and, and sit there and go, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> and then share it with you guys. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the end of episode 12. 
uh, that's, that was a, an interesting episode. Um, I can't wait for the next episode. I know I'm a little bit behind. Normally, I, I was doing one every so often. Um, I got kind of sidetracked, kind of busy with other stuff. Um, currently, I'm kind of recovering from surgery. Um, and beforehand, I was doing essentially being a, a teacher with my kids uh, while they're in school, but they're now out of school. Uh, and I don't go back to work for another month, give or take, uh, while recovering. So I'm hoping to be able to put out podcasts um, and video formatted podcasts on my YouTube channel, um, hopefully more frequently. Uh, at least that's the goal. I'm also trying to get stuff done around the house. You know, that kind of takes priority. Um, I, this is a hobby for me. I don't get paid to do this. It's just something I like to do for shits and giggles. But I enjoy it. Uh, so whenever I do have time, I'll gladly sit down, watch an episode or two, kind of uh, figure out the issues in the episode, and then discuss it with you guys. Um Last thing I wanted to touch bases on, actually, was I was looking at uh, my podcast um, information on Anchor FM. Uh, as some of you may know, I am partnered with Anchor FM. They don't pay me or anything. It's not really a sponsorship. They just, you know, I'm using their platform, essentially. Um, but it's kind of cool to see where people are listening from. Uh I have people in Canada, obviously, you know, our my home country. Uh, I've got people in the U.S., which is kind of cool. Uh, I also have people in, I think it's the U.K. I think it's, I think the U.K. where people are are also listening. Um, but oddly enough, I have people in Germany. So shout out to the people in Germany who are listening to me. Uh, that's freaking insane. I I love that. Uh, I I love Germany. Uh, I actually, in fact, my wife and I and our two kids, uh, we had plans to go to Germany. Um, not this past uh, April, but the April before. Essentially when the whole world went for a shit with uh, COVID-19. Um, we actually had plans to go to Germany. Um, to do kind of a touring there, uh, hopefully to see, uh, Rammstein, uh, in concert. We wanted to, to go to the Nuremberg ring and then take a trip up to Amsterdam and all that. Um, and then fly back home. That was, that was the plan. <laughs> and then everything went to hell. Um, so now we can't, <laughs> um, we're, we're aiming for possibly next summer hopefully hopefully next summer uh everything is back to normal and we can go visit that beautiful country uh so again i want to thank all my listeners especially everyone who's on the other side of uh, the oceans there um you guys and you guys mean the world to me uh seeing that kind of information uh it really makes a difference it makes me feel quite happy uh, and I want to thank you so much for that. Uh, so until next time, I'll see you guys later. Thanks. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.